Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. All right, I got my hey. juice box. I just come, every time I come over here, I t- drink a juice box. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Is that alcohol? That would be really embarrassing if I was drinking a juice box. It actually is. <laughs> of course. Um, so hello, everybody. Today we have an episode that I'm very excited about, talking about Julie and the Phantoms with Mia and Mary-Kate, and then obviously me and Brenna. And Brenna, um, yeah. <laughs> if you are new or, or whatever, don't listen to all of our episodes, which I'm sure is most people. Um, <laughs> Mia is Brenna's little sister, and Mary-Kate is my little sister. Yeah. Crazy, am I right? And Mia is 16, and Mary-Kate is some age. She's 19. 19. Okay. I, I, can I point out, I've watched the show six times already, and it came out, what, September 10th? <laughs> and it's been, like, a month since it's been out, a little more than a month, and I've already watched it six times. So. Well, I mean, I watched the whole series in, like, two days. I mean, yeah, um, no, I... I watched the, the hardest thing for me is getting into a show. Like once I'm into it, I'll watch it. But the hardest thing is like pressing that play on the first episode. But I did that two days. I was done because it's so yeah. short, super short. So, and everyone I've talked to has been the same, which is really cool. Yeah. And it's just going to um, be me raving about it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, all of us, all of us. Because well, I think so, it'll be beneficial I mean, to hear someone that's actually the age of the main character versus like people that are yeah. old. So. <laughs> I think the multi-generational aspect is, like, really fascinating and honestly a testament to the greatness of the show. Um, I've been watching lots of interviews and everything preparing, but I have to tell you, Brenda, like, when I was sitting down and watching it, as soon as Boo Boo Stewart came on the screen (laughs) and I figured out he was going to be a gay guy, I was like, trying to send you a message about it but I wanted to send a video and I don't have you on snapchat anymore for some reason I deleted my snapchat like two years ago (laughs) oh then that's why um no I didn't just remove you I promise well even if you did I wouldn't be upset about it honestly (laughs) it takes a lot to hurt my feelings um but I think I, I like sending you a video through Instagram was like too complicated for me at that moment I don't know why but anyway it's complicated I really, if I hadn't gotten lazy with my technology, I think we would have recorded this a while ago because yeah. I just feel like it's perfect for us for this show. And Yeah, I mean, you, I guess like last week you were like, you should watch this show. And usually I don't ever watch shows you tell me to watch, but <laughs> you were like, I want to talk about kind of High School Musical and how it's, you know, evolved in different things. And then I was, I started watching it and all of a sudden I saw who the episode, most of the episodes are directed by. And I was like, oh, that would be why she mentioned High School Musical. <laughs> Yes. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? I could throw out some ideas if you want. I know too much. So you guys should probably do most of the talking. <laughs> okay. You know too much to do any talking. Okay. <laughs> I, I know too much about the show to a degree where it would just be me talking about it. Um, well, we could start by throwing out the premise for anybody who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Okay. Mia, I want to challenge you to do the premise. <laughs> I want to see what you come up with. What's it about? <laughs> Oh god, it's gonna take forever. Basically, <laughs> that's not the that's not a premise. No, give us an elevator pitch. Do like a a one Quick sentence, and dirty. one yeah. sentence explanation of the show. Um, this girl plays a track and discovers three really attractive ghosts. <clears throat> that's have to include that in very important detail, and uh, <laughs> they become a band and they perform together. That's kind of... And no one can see them. No one can see the ghosts except she can see them all the time and everyone else can only see them when they perform. Yep. So. So. 
That sounds pretty much perfect. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I did a lot of research about the music because I was really intrigued once I found out like how much they emphasized being a band. Yeah. Live and all that stuff. So we could start there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I think the music is, I mean, I love the show, but the music is like, or I love like the characters, the the acting is a little am, but it's like a kid. I mean, it's not a kid show, but it's like Disney Channel ish. I really think the acting was amazing. I was talking about I think there were some moments that were very cringe, but other than that, I think that... I would argue that's more down to right than anything. Mm, that's true. That's true. I am going to say the show, when Reno was mentioning how it's kind of like a Disney Channel show, it's kind of one of those crappy Disney Channel shows, but without the like fake laughing lines in between. Like, like It's really not crappy. Stupid. It's a good Disney Channel show without the laugh track. No, that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> like stepping up their game because like high school musical the musical the series is like the office but a yeah in high school i love that it, show. this watching this show made me want to watch because i still haven't watched that show but may, watching this show made me want to go back and watch that yeah, so i feel like they're kind of stepping up their game this wasn't disney though no um kenny ortega kenny ortega yeah who's a god it's not Disney because they could have gay characters, so that's why it's not. De- that's what makes it not Disney. <laughs> still no kisses, though. That's true. Well, yeah, but not between Asian. anyone. Mary Kay pointed that out when I complained about the lack of gay kissing. She was like, "Nobody kissed." Yeah, yeah I think the only like before I started watching this, sh- or Mia's been obsessed with the show. And then you mentioned, and I was like, "Okay, fine, I'll watch it." But then mm-hmm. the only thing I knew about it was that in real life, she's underage and the guys aren't. So it's like yeah. they can't really kiss, or can they? I don't know. Like. <laughs> He's all the time. And he's like 19. Oh, 19? Oh, that's I, a lot of people. It's yeah. not, no, it's not that bad, but yeah, Wait, it's still Are you talking of... about Madison and Charlie? Yes. Charlie's like 22 and Madison's my age. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I would know this, y'all. He's 22. <laughs> yeah. So it is, I mean. Because I was like, he's almost my age. That made me feel a little weird, but I mean, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the relationship outside of the show is like brother-sister. Like, if you look at their interviews, so that's something that I really cherish about the cast, how they, like, just grew closer, and also how, like, Madison's kind of, like, the baby of the group. <laughs> but yeah. she can, like, go to them as, like, older brothers. That's just something I love. Okay, sorry. Continue. Well, I think the cast is great. All three of them got tattoos of their characters. <gasps> oh, yeah, I know that. Cute. I think I, I love when people kind of I know I I guess they're kind of all unknowns. I love when people all like it's kind of the same as Glee, except all Glee had so much drama. But people like all coming up together in like one show, and like none of them are really known, and they all like become a family, and it's so cute. <laughs> I feel like um, it was such a smart move to emphasize the band aspect and to let them have so much of an of an input on yeah. the style of music and like the way the songs were written. Because I know they only wrote one song, two of the actors wrote one song, but they had so much input in, like, everything else. And really, I think that's part of the reason why they're so active on social media with promoting fan art and the series and all of these inside jokes and whatever. Like, when you give someone a little bit of creative control, yeah, they're just going to be way more passionate about it. Yeah, it's like they talked about on the Office podcast like the actors were given so much input into their lines and into yeah. their characters um and so it made them like more interested every day to go to work yeah i agree i think the one like 
the um i saw there was this article that kept going in my recommended that's like on google it was like the top of google that said how the band from julian the phantoms became a real band or something and i was like oh yeah i saw that's a cute so headline. interviews or cover stories or whatever they're like they're a real band too not just a fake <laughs> band oh, and it's nice like as someone who plays the drums like because usually it looks kind of like a chuck e cheese animatronic <laughs> like that's what the drummers look like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like like Victorious is the one that I think of. Um because it similarly focuses on music. Performing arts school to more yeah. of an extent. <laughs> you can just tell that they don't know how to play their instrument, so it was really cool. The I mean they all can like, sing, but yes, they did not. <laughs> yeah, but like they weren't yeah. actually playing like yeah. guitar the drums like you know what I mean or even playing the song all the way through and like having that full experience together as a band and a group of people versus like shooting yeah. one angle and cutting it kind of reminded me of I know that for Bohemian Rhapsody they filmed like the actual scenes like all together live like the and they also I guess they did for um for a star is born because i remember seeing that that like clip where lady gaga was like just started breaking out into bad romance like for the crowd of extras or something and i was like oh <laughs> so i i love that i think that's very like i don't know the camaraderie that must bring is seems pretty awesome great tv and film always like goes the extra mile in terms of accuracy and then you can tell if something's shitty if it's like very fake like even down yeah. to um nurses and oh god i've watched so many doctors like react to these horrible medical scenes videos <sighs> yeah my um acting teacher back in the day i forget what movie might have been um the movie about sully the pilot oh, yeah yeah i saw that i think it's just called sully um yeah <laughs> there's like a nurse or medic in that movie who was actually a medic and she when she was watching, she doesn't know anything about medical stuff, but when she was watching, she was like, that person's acting is, like, beyond good. What is going on here? And then she found out it's because they actually knew what they were doing. And I feel like you could feel that in this TV show. Um, you know, as a big boy band fan, I think it, there was that, like, little energy that real bands have, the, like, playfulness the charisma i don't know it was captured yeah anna claire uh and i were talking about how it was like five seconds of summer reborn for us because last time i was on this podcast yes we talked about it died so hard <laughs> it was so sad but this because they're like not real people because they're like written curated characters it's so nice because you can love them so much but also, they still have that, like, energy and, like, cute, hyperactive boys on stage thing. Yeah. Mia, what's your favorite song? Yes. Uh, I want to say the entire soundtrack, but, like, that's not a song. Hold on. <laughs> okay, why do I have to actually... It's sad that I actually... There's so many... I feel like up. there wasn't... There basically was not a song I didn't like, which is very rare. Right? <laughs> um, Especially with this cheesiness. Like, they were... There were some cheesy songs, but they were good. The cheesy, like, the cheesiest one that made me, like, is the one where she's just dancing around the hallways. Um, and, like, that just made me just completely go back to High School Musical, and I was just, oh, it was so cute, and I loved it. But it was very cheesy, but that's what made it great. Yeah, um, 
I am going to say, like, going back to, like, the music, I love how at the very beginning of, the epi- like, the first episode, you hear Now or Never, which is, like, the boy band, like, their yeah. sound, but then Wake Up by Madison, who is, like, that's her sound, and then eventually you see their sounds, like, collide. Oh, that's how, a cute idea, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you eventually see, this is something that I noticed, but also I, someone else pointed out, um, so... <laughs> I don't know who to give credit to, but you know what I mean. Um, just take take all the credit. I'll just take the credit. <laughs> um, but you see how, um, like in the first episode, Matt or I, w- I keep on saying Madison, but um, you see Julie wearing like baggy clothes with, with the baggy ripped jeans and then the like oversized sweatshirt. But then as you see her performing, you see her become more confident, and you see her wearing like tighter fitting clothes, and then you can see her mm-hmm. like in like the performance. Yeah, just, can we talk about her clothes? The clothes were so good. She had to say in like what Julie's style was, and I love that. I just found that out that she like loves thrifting and like loves to put stuff together, and that it was like how she would dress because I particularly loved her clothes. So it's crazy to me that she like had so much input. That's awesome. It reminded me in a stupid way, it reminded me of like Hannah Montana, that kind of like look of the 2000s, like but like new. Yeah, and like, obviously oh, better. No, I can see that. I can actually Like how Hannah that. Montana dressed, like that was kind of cool for the 2000s. I don't know. It seems very cringy, but maybe it was kind of cool for that time. Yeah. This, it was just so customized, every single thing. Because you know, I've been like adding stuff to clothes lately. So I particularly, yeah. there was so much like painted jeans or like mm-hmm. even embroidered items, lots of butterflies. And I was like, oh my God. Well, I like the idea that it was, I mean, it was her mom's stuff. And that was just so interesting because that meant it could be like retro and could be, you know, oh, just so Can cool. we talk about the leather jacket in the very last episode and how many, <laughs> like just the Sequence design? Story, like yeah. it was insane. My favorite was the one, I, which one? Is it when they sing Edge of Great, the like butterfly, like mm-hmm. the white yeah. shirt with the butterflies? Oh, so good. She's so gorgeous. Like the really minute details, I think that's how you can tell that like it was a real human person putting it together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like her little Catholic medal, and I was like, yeah, you're Puerto Rican. Woo. Like, yeah. Um, And like it's probably your mom's, and like the layered necklaces too is really hip hop happening. Yeah. All the different little things. You're totally right. Yeah. I think the biggest problems normally with like Disney shows is the cheesiness like we talked about which we can get more into (laughs) so I want to talk about the acting in Unsaid Emily particularly Mm. (laughs) Um, and uh the like flat clothes or like squeaky cleanness of the set there's like something about the sitcom formula which this sort of as a teens show like naturally taps into but they somehow made it like work. Does that make yeah. sense? Like it was a fancy huge house, but it felt more lived in. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just keep thinking back to Victorious because I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're both set in California, but the houses are so different. Like Tori Vega's house. It looked like a set. Like it I mean it looked so much like a set. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like white walls, and also they do that thing where it looks like you turned a box on its side, mm-hmm. and you're just looking there, and like mm. you never see the fourth wall. And in this, it was like in an actual house, and I feel like that helps break the um, sitcom style. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think. I just thought about like the no laugh track, but that's that's a good point too. It's very it's different. It was filmed kind of like a movie. Yeah, yeah. God, I love what Netflix makes possible. Netflix is so great. I know. 
Um, Ricky, do you have a favorite song? Mm. Mia, did you ever answer a favorite song? I said the entire soundtrack, which apparently is an incorrect answer in this. In this, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Now or Never is just so good because it's just so '90s. And even though I'm not a '90s kid, I mean I am a '90s kid, but I don't like I didn't listen to music in the '90s. I was a toddler. Um, it's just so good. Like I just I the opening was just so like the second you made you were like watch this Brenna and I watched the opening. And I was like okay, that's, I'm in. That's the song that I set whenever I have an alarm. <laughs> really <laughs> it's okay. now or never and it just gives me such good vibes. it reminds there's oh what's it called there's the song in high school musical and i was like that's called the same thing <laughs> yeah. what is it now or never from high school musical oh, three i think well i both made our older sisters watch it so yeah. i am, I am so proud of you I'm proud of you. And I was very <laughs> It was Anna Claire that made me watch it, but we'll say it's you. Well, uh, it wasn't, but. I'm sure Mia's enthusiasm helped, to be honest. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Brennan, the first thing Brennan said after, I was like, we have to watch it so we can film an episode. She's like, okay, yeah, Mia's watched it like six times. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I watched like a little bit of, um, of the episode where like he meets Boo Boo. His name is Boo Boo. I don't want to call him by. Willie. His name is Boo Boo. Willie. Where I. <laughs> horrible names. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Clearwater, when he, when he meets Seth Clearwater. I watched that episode with Mia, like I wasn't really paying attention, but it was on in the background, so I kind of had an idea of what the show was going to be like, but. Um, you didn't freak out? Oh, I, more? Uh, I did, but I wasn't really paying attention, like. Oh. I had to, it's, it's one of those things I had to watch from the beginning, and that's how I kind of got invested. I kept, but, I kept pointing out to Brenda the editing whenever, like, they go through the door, or go through, like, the garage door, like, the yeah, Mia kept saying, look how bad this, like, ghost, ghost VFX are. Like, like <laughs> no, I'm just, like, I love the show so much, but it's, like, I feel like they couldn't have done any better. Like, <laughs> that's what made it so good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just, like, a Like, when they pop, funny. when they pop in in the performances, like, it's, like, when the beat drops, and you're, like, ah. Like, when they pop in performing, it's great. But when they're They going stick their through, head through a door. <laughs> it's, like, that's just, like, a funny little aspect of the show that you can just laugh at and be, like, aw, it's so terrible. That's a like, Disney Channel it. part of it, but the rest of yeah. Love it because they're not ghosts, and it's like Casper. They do make it work. Fully. Yeah, they make it work. I agree, definitely. I'd be interested to watch the original. The yeah, Spanish you should do that one. since you're a super fan. The one in Spanish. <laughs> I'll watch. It. I'm in Spanish three right now, so yeah, maybe I'll be like, able to understand. I can't remember any Spanish, so I'm maybe sure. you can convince your teacher to let you do a project on it. <laughs> oh my god! Wild. Oh my gosh! Extra credit. Is it so? It's actually is it a show? Because I thought it was like a graphic novel. I didn't actually read like the end. I just saw it's based on this. I didn't know what it was. I think it was. A it show, is yeah. a real show. I think it's from Peru. Oh, like, interesting. Okay. Somewhere in northern South America. Interesting. Okay. Um, and they look more Disney Channel because they have like the Justin Bieber hair. Yeah, it looks mm. like Jonas and like Sunny with a Chance mixed together. Yikes. That's a bad that's bad. I know. <laughs> I've seen the original cast and I was like, I mean that's obviously where they it originated from, but like this version, like I'm sorry, uh. but like the <laughs> casting here is it's a different story. Yeah, I think we can talk about like the characters in the casting and then go into the acting, I guess. Oh my goodness asleep. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Asleep. I think that I think that the, um, I don't know what I was, oh, I think that just my favorite things about the cast or about the characters were definitely Julian Flynn's friendship because you don't ever see like real super close female friendships like that, especially like I said, she actually wrote a song about her friend versus just always about boys. 
Like, I, I thought that was so sweet. Song or the first moment where I was like, oh my God, this is like just watching her sing to her friend. I, I had that, like all of those thoughts you were saying. Yeah, was it was like, just Whoa. so genuine and just, yeah, it was like the first time I ever saw <laughs> um, that. I also loved the fact that they were all, aside from the band, like the actual teen, like they're all really teenagers, or at least the actual like people in the school look, so, look young. They look like teenagers. Yeah. Um, it's realistic. Yeah. Awesome to see a, like two black teenagers. Yeah. Of course, that goes without saying. That's freaking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> also, the token black friend, because like, good luck, Charlie had the token black. Oh friend. yeah. Uh, that's a Raven did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The token redhead friend. The token redhead friend. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but like, so often you just throw in that one. Corbin yeah. Blue. Yeah, and, like, it was just so nice to see, like, two women of color lifting each other up, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then, of course, the, like, blonde girls, the villain, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> finally something that reflects real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess Sharpay was one, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is just Sharpay, but. Oh, I love, sorry. Sharpay. The songs are actually good, though. Like, her two songs were pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Bops. Yeah, I did like, because a lot of, like, because the only other, I'm trying to think of, like, the other, you know, musical shows. It's High School Musical, Hannah Montana, those are, like, the ones from our Disney-ish age, and and Victorious. Well, I was thinking of a really crappy. But they're all, like, pop, and the fact that this is, like, just, that's what made it so good, was it was not pop. Like, you had its little pop moments, obviously, with Carrie, but, like. I mean, it was different. Again, I think it's a lot to do with the fact that he let these actors. Exactly. That input. Yeah, because then the songs are, I mean, like, the songs, yes, they're, like, you know, they're typical, like, the actual lyrics are, like, you know, lift each other up, typical, like, they're PG songs, but they're, like, it's just a lot, it feels like there's so much heart, and you can tell, for sure, and it's, that's what makes it so good. I also definitely think they capitalized on, like, the E-kid movement, (laughs) Yeah, like, with the fanny packs and the chains and stuff. Um, and I'm definitely not equating e-girls to punks because that's blasphemy. Yeah. But I think <laughs> that there's like definitely a rise in popularity of pop punk and that like kind of genre alt music um, is increasing in popularity because of this like trend. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Something that I love about the show and the fact that it's, like, directed by Kenny Ortega was the fact, like, he thought very carefully about the lyrics and the characters, and I wanted to share that, you know, the little brother Carlos, and then you obviously know Luke, played by Charlie Gillespie. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to bring up that detail. Um, like, you, like, stop making fun of me. <laughs> You're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda's making fun of me over here. I'm no, not. But... I know his name too. It's fine. Well, um, <laughs> I just feel personally attacked right now. But getting to the point, um, so their names, Carlos and Luke, are dedicated to Cameron's voice after he passed away because, you know, Descendants 3, he wasn't there. So there was Carlos from Descendants who- I didn't even, I read that and, and then, I didn't understand that. That's and awesome. then And then Luke from Jesse and then there's Luke. Like, I just wanted to point that out. That just like made my heart I didn't know. Out. I saw that on the outline and I had no idea what that meant. I didn't even think of no, that. I just wanted to go, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was like one of the key That's so facts that I wanted to bring up because I feel like, although it's kind of sad, it's also very uplifting because you can see these characters in a whole new light. That's yeah. so sweet. And see their and see like Cameron's like legacy keep going through Kenny. And I'm just like, oh my heart. That is so sweet. I didn't even think about descendants as being like another one of the And you can also musical. S- you can also see like the same like characteristics of Carlos and Luke 
from those shows from those shows and movies in Julian the Phantom, which is like it's like, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm literally gonna cry, but it's just amazing. Now I'm just thinking of little baby Cameron Boyce in like the first episode of Jesse and he was so little. Freckles. <laughs> oh my god. His little freckles. Oh he's that's, well, well, I'm, no, that's I'm glad really that incredible. And it just adds another layer to why people were so interested in this succeeding and why it's done so well, you know? Okay, yeah. so we have to talk about the gays now. Yes, the gays. <laughs> um, I don't know, it made me so fucking happy. <laughs> just really seeing, cool. like, the complete nonchalantness of, like, the bandmates just not caring, like... Yes, I mean, and yeah. the gay guy was the drummer. yeah. Like, you would assume, in any other stereotypical way, you would assume the one that looks like Brendan Urie is the gay one, but it's not the case. But he, I mean, he could be for Luke. It seemed pretty obvious that they were, but. There was right? a theory that the, that the drummer and Luke were dating in 1995. Oh. And that's, and that's why, like, when, when Alex was like, oh, no, I don't have a crush on Willie. Luke was like, no, I'm proud proud of you or like I'm happy for you because he like felt bad because like there's something like that. There are a bunch of weird theories about the show. There should be a around. prequel where we just see them. That's funny. But the, no, the um, stars were like, oh yeah, no, of course they had something back then. Something <laughs> very special. And I'm just like, oh my god. I'd be okay with it because it would make Luke buy. <gasps> we do. I think the only that, thing this series was missing. <laughs> not really. I think that the, the scene, obviously the scene where he's like, they're like, he's trying to seduce <laughs> Reggie was just the sweetest, or like, it was just the cutest thing and the fact that it was just so like, Oh, I just loved it. <laughs> yeah, I love that they made Willie really like still like masculine mm-hmm. and like yeah, you know, skateboarder. I mean, that's I his was, only characteristic is he skateboards. So, yeah, <laughs> but I was so engaged. They it was so well written to see like this attraction, but they didn't really give away whether or not Willie was gay or not or queer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were really, at least for me, that's part of why we got through so fast. Because I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because I was so excited. You In the end, I mean? nothing, but, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing. Honestly, they made it so, they held back for so long in such a good way that when they did hug or when they did make eye contact at the end or he did yeah. say, like, of course I care about you. I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, I think that it was well worth it, what we did get. <laughs> it was great. I do wonder if they're going to do the Nickelodeon kisses where it's just like a full on kiss or if they're going to do the Disney kiss where like where it's not a kiss. <laughs> yeah, where you just see them face each other from like behind and oh my god. What a roast and also such a great like summary of the true difference between those two channels. God. That's really true. Yeah, I <laughs> Did you kiss last night? Was it a Nickelodeon kiss or a Disney kiss? <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a scene in Victorious where Beck and Jade kissed for like five minutes. They, the like most sexual tension you've ever seen in any show ever made for kids was between Beck and Jade. Right? <laughs> Good God. You know, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what? What? Do you guys know what fucking is? Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that Jade pegged back. Yeah. Mia, do you have an explanation? I'm so sorry, Mia. No! <laughs> On a completely unrelated note. <laughs> no, I, um, if you guys, 
if you guys remember the scene where um Carrie was performing All Eyes on Me and then Alex just like had his little solo. Oh, his little dancing. Like oh, I memorized. I've literally memorized that. Whenever the song plays, I'm always like, beam me, beam. No, 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 come on. Honestly, that was such a bad. That was such a bad impression of the song. No, it was so. I just nobody will see it. I just love this character so much. Alex, oh my god, like so much. And he was—he's from Nickelodeon. He's like oh, the yeah. only one that really did, and a lot of—not really a lot of acting, but some acting. Well, he had some experience on like in television, and then I know Charlie w- was in like a music video or something. I don't know. I was gonna say something, and then I completely forgot. Okay. Do yeah. people really think that the evil man is hot? Oh, I don't know. See, that's the one. Caleb. <laughs> I didn't love the prota- or antagonist storyline or character that way. It didn't feel like it really, because the series was so short, it just felt so kind of like, it would have been better if it was longer, it could be more fleshed out. But yeah, it was just kind of like a weird guy in a hat wearing all black. Like, of yeah. course he's the villain. Like, I mean, I feel like it'll be f- cool in season two because they gave you like a quick little, like, pre- like I don't want to say a preview, but they gave you a little bit of information in the first season. But then as they, hopefully, I'm sure they'll get it like a season two. But as they keep going, you can learn more information about Caleb or about Willie or about whoever. Yeah. But I think, oh, when you mentioned that Caleb and Reggie reminded you of Panic at the Disco, that's not gotten out of my mind. Whenever I see Reggie, all I see is Brendan Urie, and yeah. it kind of kills me. And I had no clue that at the end, like, the last episode, they would be opening for <laughs> Panic at the Disco. I was like, that's great. <laughs> but, like, it's also so, like, this is kind of sad, but it's also really good whenever Reggie or Alex would sing. Like, their voices are Their voices good. are really good. Like, Alex's voice, or really Owen's voice, but it is good. Yeah, they're all, and even, like, the guy that plays Nick is a musician, too, right? Like, everyone's a musician. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is like a part of the so good. Arts. They're all from Victorious's school. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> Arts. Hollywood Arts. Can you come up with a worse name? <laughs> no, Kenny Ortega Arts. They're from the school of Kenny. That's true. He made them do like a crazy boot camp before. I mean, which is understandable. That's part of most act- acting jobs, especially if it's like this. Yeah. But I think he really emphasized warming everyone back up. That's awesome. I have another question. Do people think that the basic white boy is hot? You remember the one that, like, went to her school? Nick? No. I mean... Everyone hates him. He looks like he's so young. It's like, I could... I didn't think he was a jock, typical jock at all, even though that's what he was supposed to be. He's younger than the actress who plays Carrie. Yeah, they're... So, that's fun. I just... Those were two people... I don't think anyone finds Nick attractive, and then I was curious to see if people thought Caleb was attractive. Because I feel like the internet would be like, oh, he's a zaddy. So I just. I mean, I thought her dad was more attractive. Her dad was very attractive. You know, that's a zaddy. We stand a photographer single dad. That's just all I have to say. He was so supportive. He was so cute and supportive and like the sweetest. Oh, it was just perfect. I loved it. I also loved the fact that. I loved her crazy aunt too. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that he he was still learning like kind of how to be a dad and like how to discipline her. And it was just so cute. He was just like having this conversation that we both hate. I'm like, oh. Oh my God, and Reggie's crush on him or whatever that was. Whatever that was, that was so cute. It was great. We would just like, like spending time with him. <laughs> just watching him when he doesn't know he's there. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait. a little. Did you guys talk about the theory that the girl in the like first episode is Julie's mom? I think it's- Oh no, it is. Yeah. Can they confirm it? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, because if you look really... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what were you saying? If you look really closely, so there was 
So the girl's name was Rose, right? If you look closely, <laughs> I, I pay too much to the show. They want you to no. If you've watched it seven time, times, you should know every single I know, name of everything. I know everything about it. No, um, but if you look when she's going through her like the box of her mom's clothes, you'll see a ticket that says Rose and the Pedal Pushers. So that kind of confirms that Rose was Julie's mom. Oh, okay. Because she was in a band, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Because someone said it could have been the fa- like a fan that received a T-shirt from Reggie, but I'm like, no, it was Rose. Be- I know, like, that's I mean, kind of I kind of assumed but- it had to be. I mean, yeah. why else would they show a random person? I did too. But yeah. that's a good point that they don't ever really like explicitly say it. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, was- I mean, that's part of writing, like you said, like it wouldn't yeah. show that's not what they meant. Yeah. Like- but the writing was actually like not terrible. Like some no, of this I part liked was it. some it's of the stuff was improv. Like the improv of Edge of Great when Luke was singing to Reggie, the like that whole thing when he like kissed his fingers and put it on Reggie's lips and then the lines after that that was all improv and it was just so funny and I just only performing it. arts school students would be that good at improv yes. <laughs> I the um line about deep dish if it was pizza after oh movie. yeah that's all I know about the improv and that was like their whole inside joke it was just deep dish yeah no. from the song she sings to her best friend Flying solo. Such a good, such a good you song. You know all my deep dish. This is so well written. I like think I squealed when she sang that line. Probably. Yeah. Can we hear her Can we just point out how cute she was when she sang that song? I like know. When she was smiling, singing that to her. To, uh, it was so cute. I loved it. We should all strive to have, because I know things like Frozen try to like talk about sisters relationships or whatever but i i really think this is probably the best representation of like female friendship yeah Yeah. i feel like it's rare that you see that in like such a young cast like you see that in like you know all 30 year old women being like drinking wine together whatever but you never see like like, beaten down by the earth only then do they resort to their female friends yeah exactly yeah that's what i really love about um about, this is totally different, but what I really love about Spider-Man is him and Ned's friendship is the sweetest thing. Like, it's so cute, and that's reminded <laughs> me of this. <laughs> have you seen Ned? Sorry, that is, this is totally off topic. Have you seen Ned, the actor? <laughs> like, what he looks like in real life? No, recently. Oh, no. <laughs> Over quarantine, he's, like, so skinny. Oh, Lord. Okay, I'll have to look. That's crazy. I think they're starting to film Spider-Man 3. I just saw that somewhere. My friend lives, like, in that area, and she's like, should I go petition to see if I can be in the movie? I'm like, yes, oh, go ahead. Wait, which friend? Which friend? Someone I know? No, no, someone from my high school. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I want to point this out really quickly. Go my ahead. phone is, like, if you look at my lock screen, it's all themed <laughs> Julian the Phantoms. <laughs> I took so much time out of my day to like i kid you not i don't know if you can see it i mean obviously with the podcast you won't be able to like obviously see it no like, they you can, can see it you could like like the whole home yeah we can share it the whole like, like home screen it's all joy the phantoms and i'm i have no regrets right after i finished um this show i bought a like a bleached sunset curve shirt from etsy <laughs> well, I want one. i'll have to get you one. Oh, christmas I I love the, I love the, all, like, the graphic design. I don't know, just the logos were really good. (laughs) Like, kind of random, but they were really good. No, it, like, wasn't, like, really, like, I I can't think of a word, but, like, Just the Sunset Curve logo, like, sometimes, like, fake band logos can be so bad. (laughs) Yeah, and then when they're they're at the Orpheum, you can see, like, a bunch of posters of, like, other, like, band names. Those were the ones that they also came up with, but they came, they, like, decided on Sunset Curve, but there were other ones where there was, Oh, that's cool. One with, like, cats or, like, other... Like, sorry, they're kind of bad, but obviously they chose Sunset Curve because it's good. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm just Did saying. Did the actors have input on the final logo? 
don't know. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> the one thing you, Mia, does not know that you asked her. I was just wondering if I can ask them. All, I can ask one of them on their next Insta live. Yeah, and maybe they'll go notice ahead. me. Yeah, they go live on Instagram a lot. I know, and I get. I got so excited. I was watching Owen's Insta live like in the car after driving with Dad, and he just looked at me because I was smiling, and I was fangirling. He's like, uh, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I'm just like, "Yeah, this guy went live. It's very important." Yep. Flashback to all that just makes me think of all the times that Brenna recorded herself in like the back of the car when your family was driving together. Just, like we were going live, but nobody was watching. Yeah, right. <laughs> you still recorded. Who knows why? It's all on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> you would record yourself, meanwhile, like. I would do vlogs for no one. I just thought it was cool. Oh, same. I would literally just like take my phone out and start like recording all my friends and be like, what the heck are you doing? And just be like, vlog time. I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? This has not been organized in any way. It's well, going. It's been productive though. Yeah. It's just, I mean. I think we pretty much. We still need to talk about Unsaid Emily. Yes. Oh, I'm such a fake fan because I've only cried once to that song. <laughs> I know. I, it, it, just a, <laughs> it takes a lot for me to cry to it, like a TV show or a movie. It takes, like, it takes a lot. Yeah, we so. didn't cry. I got teary, though, which is a big deal for me. I was, um, I was sobbing while I did the dishes. So <laughs> The only reason I cried... What? <laughs> did your tears help clean them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. The salt gave a little bit, like, of exfoliation, so I got all the grime oh, off, ooh, you know? productive. <laughs> The only Sorry. time I cried to the to the songs when I was literally in a really bad depressive state and I was just thinking about wanting to die. And I saw a picture of my dad and I was listening to the song and I was just like crying. Sorry, that was really, really dark. But that's the only time I cried. To I think Emily. that's really sweet. You love our dad. No, I love my parents. They're great. <laughs> that sounded so sarcastic. No, it was sweet. <laughs> love you, mom and dad, if you're listening. Yes, it's Rob, yeah. Rob and Kathy. Yeah, unsaid Rob does not sound good. <laughs> but I I just, ugh. I, how do you feel? Are you, do you not like the song or you just want to talk about it because you love it? I want to know. No, I love it. I think, so, this wasn't actually during the song. It was before, but when they find Luke at his parents' house, like, sitting in the kitchen crying, I think it's so hard to do crying acting in a way that is, like, not awkward or but also believable and it just like that's the moment when I was like whoa this is like some impressive talent when he was just sitting there like tears everywhere and it was just so well done and I think they recaptured that energy in the unsaid Emily scene yeah the, and like I guess it set it up nicely the actors who played his parents like can we just give them props? they did a great like, job like their emotions were amazing yeah. Like that entire, like, Unsaid Emily, that entire shoot was... I think that, like, what was I going to say? I definitely agree about the crying thing. I, all I could think of was, wow, this person's good at crying on demand. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. I remember the cast members were saying, like, like he was preparing himself to cry, and you would just see him, like, walking into set with just tears in his eyes, ready to film. <laughs> yeah, well, he, it's also really a great writing. I mean, obviously, he's a great actor because he's able to produce that but then also great writing to sort of set it up as like a, a quiet cry watching and existing in the same space as your family. It just was such a great setup because you immediately understood it and it wasn't weird. It was like the right amount of emotion. Bravo. Definitely. Charlie, bravo. Uh, also, the fact that like his parents were crying, not only because of the song, but 
and also Julie was crying. There was like a thing where like they could hear him, but they just thought it was in their head, but he was actually Aww. singing the song. And obviously yeah. Julie could hear and see him, but like his parents could hear him. I didn't like, even think singing. about that. But, like, yeah, I'm just thought, you gotta watch like, it six times to get to that. Yeah, yeah you, get you have to watch things. it like a, just a few times to like really get those details. Well, luckily but. there's a YouTube channel that posts like the, the compilation every day oh. of all the songs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> No, I, I sometimes I like I don't want to say I get sick of watching the show, but it gets to a point where I just watch their interviews over well, and over watching. and over again because <laughs> they're so funny. Like One Direction, but this is so much better to be inspired by because they're like they don't hate what they're doing. Like yeah. that is one thing I when we were talking about them having input on their music before, I was like thinking about how Zane like hated their music and that's why he left. Yeah, I was talking to my friend about Fifth Harmony and, like, how bad they were as a group and how, like, they all hated each other. It's like, yeah. Um, it's nice to see. I'm glad that you, you have this, Mia. Yeah. Keep I going. think one thing that really, like, the fact that I thought kind of that it was going to be more, like, I didn't think it was going to have as much heart as it did based on the fact that they literally died from eating hot dogs. But, like, so. the emotions... <laughs> of like that like her mom her mom's death is never like a joke it's obvious it's all very like emotional and and just the, everything with unsaid emily is so emotional like it's just very interesting contrast from how they actually died and like they come when you see like the police lights during unsaid emily and it's like oh my god it looks like it was like he was in, in an accident i mean he was but not like it's not as dramatic as you would you know usually see in all of and the, I, I don't know ncis whatever it's like they knew something happened and their emotions just like it, yeah, it was so good. All the action was bravo. That's a great point. To, like, because when they died at the beginning, Mary bust out laughing. I didn't think it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a complete comedy, like nothing. Like, it didn't seem like it was going to be something right. that was so emotional and so just great. And... But the fact that they were able to take that same moment, and like you guys said, with the car lights, give you that like stomach pit feeling it's really impressive and it it's reminded really all the great things do like the office is just like that it's hilarious yeah. and it's also totally serious it reminded me a lot of like those i don't know was it um was it the i, I never know the actual number or the name of the song but the suicide hotline song with the number being that you know by logic the really famous one with the number where the suicide hotline number is the name of the song i was just listening to that yeah. song today <laughs> <laughs> i never know the actual number but I like kind those of kind of music videos that are about like suicide where you see like the kid who like had died and they see their parents like it was just so emotional and then it didn't feel like like ugh, it was just yeah anyway <laughs> Long Felt story like short, Julian the Phantoms is the best show ever, and y'all should go watch it. Yeah, it's yeah, only it's nine episodes, and they're all 30 minutes. Like, you don't have an excuse not to watch and it. As a person who's watched it six times and wasted their life on it, I highly recommend you, didn't waste you waste your it, life. too. <laughs> no, I think you learned so much, Mia, but, like, to get serious for a second. I, I really do think you are learning so much about storytelling and, like, yeah. editing and, <laughs> and what makes something good versus kind of, like, cheapy and forgettable. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like... I, People would make fun of me for liking the show, but I'm like, you don't. You need to watch it to really understand how good it is and what yeah. it's teaching. Because I know there was something I saw where like this five year old boy watched the show and he's like, he wants to create a band like like they have in the show, and it's like it's just so inspirational for like yeah. people of all ages. Like I know there are people who are like twenty, like in their twenties who like it. Brenna, <laughs> they're like teenagers. God, I'm so offended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then they're like a bunch of little kids. Like, 
like wh- whatever age range you're in, it's like it's just perfect. I think we can use Disney Channel as an insult, but we can also use it as a fact that anyone can watch it and fall in love I with should, it, and it doesn't gonna, have to be. Because I know you, little kids. you guys grew up with like High School Musical and like Hannah Montana, Cheetah Girls, and I'm Cheetah like, Girls. I didn't even think about Cheetah Girls. <laughs> well, that's Camp like Kenny Ortega. Well, okay, but I, I know, say, but I'm thinking like, of musical shows. I feel like mm-hmm. this is like I want to say this is my High School Musical in Aww. a way. I, I thought that was Descendants. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry that I changed my mind. No. This, no, I'm glad you changed. This show is really good, and I love it a lot. Love it with all my heart and soul. I have a fan page. You should go follow it. You have a fan page? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I have a fan page, and I have, like... Tell the people how to find it. 70 followers. Oh, yes. Let's go to Instagram, y'all. You should follow my fan page. It's Julie and the Fat Ones, with a period at- between Fat and Ones. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a joke in the show I, yeah it is a joke in the show yep and i currently have 71 followers that's nice and my bio says how you doing <laughs> and then at charlie gillespie um and i just right. a bunch sure. of random crap. following in front of footsteps honestly yeah really oh no if any of them if any of the cast notices my fan page i will actually die <laughs> Well, well, I, oh my god, well, by the way, I was well, promoting- We'll was talk promo- to you later then. I was promoting this episode on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> good, because like, I don't have a TikTok, so I need your presence. You're going to be the, you can be the presence on TikTok a lot. Oh no, so there are so many people who are fans of Julian the Phantoms on TikTok, and I'm like, yo, you should check out this podcast. It's very Aww. good. We're just going to get like an onslaught of Julian the Phantoms fans, and then nobody's going <laughs> to- No, no gonna one's going to listen after this, but- <laughs> Well, if you just make it a Julian the Phantoms podcast- <laughs> What if we the did? We watch every episode and like analyze it. I'm honestly like very impressed and intrigued by the amount of like actual analysis that you've gotten from it, though, Mia. Yeah. Um, you should like, go to film school. Uh, yeah, the, I, I can't. I can't take all the credit for this. Go to Hollywood Arts. I can't take all the credit for those theories. Those are all people on TikTok. <laughs> You not you need to bring it up and everything it, it's still a big deal I think. I think that yeah I I think you've given a lot <laughs> to this episode and to me because I love you and to I, Julian fans. yeah and to the the fandom I love you Charlie Gillespie <laughs> <laughs> sorry another picture on your phone yep no this is on oh, my my lock screen is BTS thank you very much my lock screen is me and my dog mine is me and my cat well, uh, I know. Also, I just want to point out that my cat Curtis is my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was really random. Uh, <laughs> like, he does, apparently. Unless Charlie Gillespie hits me up or someone who's famous who is actually my age. Um, we heard it here first, Charlie Gillespie. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie, if you're listening to this or Madison, I love you, and you should <laughs> you should hire me in season two. I don't okay. know about that, but okay. <laughs> okay, you know what, Brenna? I think I have more experience than you do. <laughs> actually, Anna Claire, like, was an actual actor. <laughs> oh, no, Anna Claire is, actually has, yeah. <laughs> you like, the continuity person since you've watched it so many times. You really oh, yeah, you could, like, make sure, yeah. <laughs> it could be, like, the youth uh, demographic sound check or um, vibe check. Vibe check, yep. <laughs> the uh, vibe's well, off. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the youth will dig this. Okay, we need to go. Um, right. <laughs> really hope you guys enjoyed this. We enjoyed it, I think. You I, think? <laughs> no, I mean, well, I can't speak for everybody. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, okay. I enjoyed it, too, and 
I thought you were talking about your little kitten, not a dying animal, so I'm sorry. <laughs> on, that, on that happy note, thank you for listening to An Obsessive Nature and listening to this episode about joining the Phantoms. I really enjoyed it. Go and watch yeah. the show. Please and... please watch it. It's very good. Yeah, it is. What do you think? Um, nobody ever does, but maybe they will now. <laughs> and, and no, now you'll understand why everybody loves Charlie Gillespie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, go watch it now. Streaming on Netflix. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at Obsessed Naturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. (laughs) 